What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Young Professional Show. Today we have Michelle. How do I pronounce your last name, Michelle? Miramontes. Miramontes. So we have Michelle Miramontes, and you can find her on Instagram at the Open House Coach. Is that correct? That's correct. The Open House Coach. There we go. So you can hear from the name of her Instagram handle. She is a highly trained professional when it comes to open houses. I know I need it in my business. I'm sure a lot of people like uh, other young professionals need it in their business as well. So we're super excited to hear from Michelle. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're honored to have you. So first off, Michelle, I just want to kind of get a background of who you are. How long have you been in real estate and where did you get started? Okay. Yeah, um, I am a mom of three. I am a wife of a fire captain, and I've been going. I'm going on my 11th year in real estate. 11 years. And really, this year. Where are you located? And I am in Southern California. Mm. Jealous. <laughs> it's actually really gloomy outside right now. So I'm like, what's going on? San Diego. <laughs> I'm in LA, near LA. Oh, okay, that's right. I'm about 20 miles, 25 miles east of downtown LA. Nice. What's it like being uh, married to a fire captain? Um, I feel like you're a single mom at times. <laughs> yeah. Does he work a lot? Yeah, he works a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. I was a single mom for 11 years before I met him. So mm -hmm. I'm used to it. <laughs> but no, it's great. It's, it's a rewarding job. And how old are your kids? So I have a um, 18 year old, a 20 year old, and my oldest is 35. Are wow, any of them okay. About real estate. What's that? Are any of them thinking about real estate as a career? My son was. Um, he's still kind of toying it around. Yeah. So we'll see. Still trying. <laughs> you had initially from the West Coast, California, or? Yep. I am born and raised here. Yep. Here all my life, pretty much in the same little 20 mile radius. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Love it here. But we're, I'm starting to travel more. So I, I absolutely love it. And I love that I can um, do this job while I'm traveling. I was actually in Hawaii putting a deal together, like negotiating. And it was just the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the dream, writing contracts from Hawaii? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I did it. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till I get that. That's like a badge of honor, I think. It really felt like it. I was like, I'm telling everybody that story. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. So you've been selling real estate for a while. Um, talk to me about your first year in real estate because so many people seem to have such different years. It was either I didn't get a sale, I got one, or I popped off and I somehow got 10. So what was your first year like? Yeah, it was a crazy roller coaster. First year in real estate. If you can survive that first year, you guys got you. You've got it. <laughs> Mine was I closed eight deals my first year as a part time agent. Wow. wow. Yeah. Especially in your market, what is what is the average? I would have I could take a guess, but what's the average uh, purchase price in your market? Take a guess. <laughs> uh, average, probably somewhere around a million. No. I'd say right now it's about maybe uh, seven or eight. Okay. Yeah. That's great. 800 probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you sold eight as a part-time agent. What were you doing your other time when you weren't in real estate? So I was, I was a full-time mom. When, when I had my second two, I decided to quit everything and just stay home because my first daughter, I had her so young. She was a latchkey kid, poor thing. <laughs> so I was like, that's not happening again. So. I decided to stay home and raise them myself. I did that for 10 years. And then I was like, okay, what career can I do where I can still, because my son was in travel ball mm. and we traveled a lot with him and that I could still do these things, be flexible. So I was like, real estate. Okay, real estate's flexible, right? Right? <laughs> Using air quotes. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's the trick. Everyone thinks it's flexible. Right. Everyone thinks it is. And then I was like, whoa, what just happened? After that first year, I literally felt like it was like hit, hit by a truck. And I don't mean to scare you all, but eight deals, you know, as a part-time agent, full-time mom, I was like, whoa. So that next year I took, I, I need a break. That's a powerful first year though. It really was. And how did that business come to you? You know what that was? It was all, um, 
referrals and sphere of influence. I mean, not sorry, not referrals. Did not have those yet. Sphere of influence. Yeah. Just you know, telling everybody. Um, you know what I did a lot that I didn't realize I was doing, and I kind of teach this now and I train it. At the time I was living in Corona, and there's like always new homes popping up, kind of like you guys are in Arizona, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Larry's in um, St. Pete, Florida area. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I would just go preview all the new models. Mm. And I actually got a deal out of that, not even knowing. I thought she was an agent. And then we went out to the parking lot. She started talking to me. And um, I ended up landing her as a client. I sold her home. I double-ended that home, and I sold her home. <laughs> So I got three deals out of that. Now, I'm not saying to go <laughs> poach everyone at the new builds. I did not do that. I didn't realize I was doing it. So like it was 30% of your first year was, was just that relationship right there. I'm sorry, say again? Just about 30% of your first year was just off of being at the right place at the right time, previewing that home and, and you know landing that relationship. Right. And, and that's why I tell people it's so important. Preview homes once a week, at least once a week. Yeah. And I built a, re a relationship that I didn't realize I was building. I was just being friendly and <clears throat> excited to tell her what I was doing. Yeah. That's a great tip. Yeah. We, we've kind of started to dig into um, previewing new builds as well, doing videos on them mm -hmm. just because, well, one, they're staged so nice and they look oh, amazing. Yeah. We get custom builds out here all the time, everywhere. Oh, wow. And they're, um, they're really just a versatile way for a buyer to get a home right now. Uh, at least what they're offering over here has been pretty, pretty good from the buyer's perspective. But um, okay. So you had a really great first year in real estate, but you said you took the next year off. Yeah, I did. I was like, Whoa, this was, this was a lot. I wasn't, wasn't used to, um, I, I I'm a tough girl, but I cried a lot my first year. Yeah. I mean, there's some agents out there that are just like, whoa, man. They, yeah, pretty tough. Did you feel like you caught like the real estate bug where it's like, okay, I need to get another one and another one? You know, I just, um, I felt like I worked so hard for my license. And even though I, I put myself through college and that was tough, but I don't know, for some reason, that real estate exam was like, you know, preparing for the whole thing. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I was like, I am not letting that go to waste. So every year when I have to renew, I'm just like, no, I worked hard. I'm doing this again. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way every year when I have to do my continuing education. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make it through this stellar MLS 101 basics class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Those, yeah, those MLS basic classes. It, how much uh, continuing education do you guys need? I'm just curious. I was just going to ask you the same. We do every four years. And oh. we need, like, I forget how many hours it is, 32 or something, but every four years we re have to renew. Mm. How about you guys? Ours is 24 hours every two years. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, gosh. I don't know if like every two years, because four seems to roll around. Yeah, yeah, we're we're close to our two years. So yeah, this like, will be my first time renewing. Oh, really? So all of you guys, two or, years? Not Larry. Not Larry. Yeah, I've been uh, doing it about six. Say again, Larry. I've been uh, in real estate between five and six years now. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, at what point in your career, you your first year was really off of your sphere of influence, which is great. Um, and then at what point in your career did you kind of start really building your business from the ground and, and you sat down and said, okay, this is how I'm going to get this form of lead gen in a sense. So, yeah, it took me a minute and that's why I'm here to do this because I'm, you know, want to kind of cut the time in half for you all <laughs> because yeah, and I appreciate that. Right. I, I tried all the things. I tried the cold calling. I tried the door knocking. I tried mailers. I tried everything, everything. And then in between, I would sprinkle in open houses. And then for about like, I went nine months without a deal. I'm like, all right, what's going on? So 
I'm like, I need to double down on, on one thing. So I picked one thing and I picked open houses. And I picked that because open houses are the only attraction-based marketing. I mean, with a traditional, right? That they're coming to me. So mm -hmm. huh? you're speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> At the beginning of this year, Jacob and I, uh, we sat down and, and you know, we have realtor.com and online lead sources like that too. And not that they don't work. They do work for some people in the, in no doubt they do work. Um, but for me, it's just really not how I like to obtain my business. I'm one of those people where it's like, if I can get you face to face, I, I fully believe I can close a deal with you. I, I have no right. doubt. Yeah. And open houses just seem to be, so we've really focused on making that our priority as well. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. That makes me happy. <laughs> I'm so fired up to talk to you. I have so many questions about this. Um, so let's get into the nitty gritty of of open houses. Okay. And can I ask, do you guys do them right now? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the time. I mean, I'm out mm -hmm. there pretty much weekly. <laughs> okay. Weekly. I remember, I think I talked to you last time, Lawrence, right? You were. I'm, I'm the guy that's never closed an open house deal. Oh yeah, that's right. And, and you said we're gonna get you an open house deal. Yeah, that's the goal for today. We're getting we're getting Larry an open house deal. Now, yeah. do you guys? Let me ask you guys. Do you do um? Do you have listings where you're doing them yourself, or how are you getting your open houses? I normally yeah. do them on my own listings, and that's pretty much the extent of it. We're probably like pretty 50-50 on our own listings and other people's listings. Okay, well, that's the first step, right? If you're new, you probably don't have any listings. And then I suggest you ask people in your office, you know, to hold their houses open. Because we're being we're digital, it's a little bit harder. So with us, you know, in EXP, I would say you start on the MLS. And I tell people to, um, you know, focus on your farm, obviously. But when you're new and you can't find an open house, I'd say don't don't be picky, right? I have my checklist also that... I don't know if you guys were able to download it, but it's in, in my bio, but it's like pretty much step-by-step step what we're going to go through. And, you know, don't be picky. Just get yourself an open house somehow. Go on the MLS, search vacant homes. You know, people are always willing to uh, let you host their open houses, especially if they've been in the business for a while. They're like, you know, because this is something that you really only have to do like your first year, really. Like if you put all your time and effort into this your first year, you will, you won't have to do this. Then you can start building a team and you can have people do this for you. Yeah. Right. Eventually you guys want to get to the point where, you know, your top producers and you have a team and you're just delegating. I mean, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice to just be in Hawaii and delegating all of this <laughs> stuff to your team? That's the goal. Yeah. 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 That'd be nice. Right. <laughs> so I say just go all in with this, you know, okay. and then, okay. Once so that you get your open house, right. Um, make sure the agent puts it in the MLS and, but cause sometimes they forget and all of a sudden you're there and you're like, Oh gosh, it was never syndicated, you know? So don't rely on that though. Yeah. And make sure then. So like I had told you before, when you combine open houses, which is your face to face with your social media, then, I mean, you will really blow up faster. I truly believe that. Okay. Um, yeah. When, when it comes to getting an open house, Here's kind of like the main reasons I'm not able to pull one. One being EXP agents, we can't hold open houses for another company. Um, so that really limits our funnel. And then the next objections that I get are either it's too expensive and they're having one of their own team members do it. Um, or it's in a condo complex and i wanted to get your opinion on running an open house in a condo because we've done it multiple times mm -hmm. and we have closed the deal from a condo open house but we've also done so many where nobody shows up okay yeah first and then i wanted to go back to you said too expensive one of the objections was it's too expensive yeah we're you know it, it's like a two million dollar or a million dollar listing mm -hmm. and um, they are, they're like, yeah, I'm obviously not going to let somebody else run this open house. Like I want to run this open house. Our team, my team's going to run this open house. So that happens all the time. Okay. But you mean, I wasn't sure about the too expensive, like it's too expensive part of. 
Yeah, the too expensive as in like, um, you know, it's just such a high dollar listing that they want to be the ones that are running. Oh, you mean the home is too expensive? Yes. Oh, oh, oh yes. I'm sorry. I thought like it was too expensive to run the open house. I'm like, it's the it's oh. this most free way you can, <laughs> you can prospect. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. The, oh, home, okay. the home is a high caliber listing. Oh, okay. I, I would still ask, well, do you want the home to sell? <laughs> yeah yeah that's true that's true yeah it doesn't matter what the price is at the end of the day you want to help your seller sell the home right right yeah yeah and so what um i've done also i've i've asked and it's so funny last week i just did um couldn't find one right so it's like okay if i can't find one i'm just gonna go um preview the open houses that already exist and so that's what I'll do as part of it. And walked into one and he ended up being the, the seller hosting his own open house. And he said, no, 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 I host my own open houses. And I still gave him my spiel or whatever. And I just connected with him the way that I, I teach to do it this way and talk to him. And then Monday morning, he emailed me. He was like, okay, I thought about it. And sure, I would like you to do it. Cause he was an out of town agent. When he said he was at, he, he lived like 50 miles away. It was like, he turned around and he's like, okay, I thought about it and you can do it. <laughs> so yeah. You just never know. I would say just ask anyways, you never know. And even if they tell you no, I would send them your info, your contact info, just in case you change your mind here. here yeah, that's or, a good point. Or if somebody on your team isn't able to do it. Yeah, definitely. So what's your opinion on running open houses and condos? So in condos, I mean, I've never had a problem. I've are you saying because of the um, signage? Maybe they don't let you put signs. Signage and I feel like it's harder to drive traffic through a complex um, rather than just you know a home that's just sitting on the street side. Um, you know what? I've never really. Um, I've just done them. I've just literally done them, and maybe just market more, market more in your social media. Mm -hmm. Um, go live, maybe, you know, do a lot of pre pre work, pre prep work. Yeah, um, I would, do I would door knock before, which is what something that I it's in my checklist to door knock before your open house and invite the neighbors. And I, I tell them I give them um, like VIP access. So I'll tell them um, an hour before the open house, it's open to just you guys. So before the public even sees it, you neighbors get to see it first. Mm -hmm. And how far in advance are you door knocking the neighborhood? Sometimes just maybe even the day before, but a couple of days before. A couple of days before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Because we're running a we're running an open house at a listing that's above nine hundred thousand in in Scottsdale. And we're doing it on Saturday. And I think we're gonna try to set it up as like a hot dog and hamburger like grill out kind of thing for the neighborhood. And so we, I think we're going to go out on Thursday and um, hit all the neighbors and invite them all to that VIP hot dog thing. That's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Do and I then, give you permission to do that? <laughs> I, I do say not, okay, I love a good themed open house. But what mm -hmm. I do teach and um, teach and preach <laughs> is not to waste like your, a lot of your time and energy on all the external things like like flyers and promotional items and all the things, the cookies and like that, like is, is that traditional way of doing open houses is something that I'm trying to, you know, break the mold on. So um, I would like you to focus all your time and energy on learning the script that I teach and learn how to connect with your people at the open house. So yeah the secrets what's give us a little bit into the script and the and the techniques of, of connecting the script the script is my secret sauce so but i i include it though i give it all to you guys it's in the checklist so but the thing is is that you need to practice it. you need to role play and um you know i think you need a little bit of accountability and so what we do is we'll come back and we'll you know what challenges did you have because eventually you'll put your own spin on it but um it's literally just five or six questions. Um, like, actually, let me just, I'm going to ask, um, let's see, Jacob again, where did you say you live? I'm in Phoenix with Andrew. You're in Phoenix. Okay. You're in Phoenix. How long have you lived in Phoenix? Two years. Two years. Oh, only two years. Where'd you live prior to that? Uh, Iowa. 
Iowa. So what brought you to Phoenix? Uh, in uh, just a, a new job here in Phoenix. Okay. So if you could move next, where would you go? What's your dream dream place to be? My dream place would be South Carolina. South Carolina. I love South Carolina. What do you love about it? Oh, everything. Do you have family there? I don't. It's just the people are super nice. Love the area. Love the love everything about it. Very cool. Very cool. And when do you think that would be? Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. This year, next year, five years, ten years? Probably when I'm retired. 20 years, 30 20 years. years. Okay, cool. All right. Well, let me get you up. Let me get your name and your number and your email, and I'm going to send you homes that sell in that area. How does that sound? That sounds great. Awesome. Cool. So I just did the script on him. Yeah. Simple as that. I will do that like when I'm at a wedding and I'm sitting next to somebody just like, to practice. <laughs> like nobody knows you're doing it. I'm not, I didn't sound salesy. Right. And I, I truly want to know, like sometimes when you're, when you, when those people come in, you want to know about them, right? You're They're going to be your clients. You're hoping they're your clients and you're going to spend how long? A couple months with them. <laughs> Hopefully not that long. Right. Yeah, but yeah. you spend time with them. So you're going to want to know things. Yeah. In between those questions, you're going to ask about their family, their job, what you like to do. You're going to pull out something that you connect with with them on. Yeah. And I, I do want to get into like the, what you think about um, the follow-up part of open houses because we always have great conversations like that with people. Mm -hmm. And then we get to the follow-up a day after, two days after, and we get ignored. So I do so, want to, yeah. Yeah. So it's so important that last question, excuse me, ask when would that be? I'm getting your time frame, right? And from <laughs> there, I'm putting you mentally in my follow up system, my ABC follow up system. Mm -hmm. A are ready, buyers ready to go. Your hot buyers, they're, they're approved. You've, you've dug that out of them already. You know, what weaving that into the um, questions. You know, your B buyers are like, oh, they're getting their stuff ready. And then your C buyers are a year or longer. And so with them, you'll drip once a month. You can call them once a month. So you want to just focus on your A buyers, right? You want to focus on your A buyers first. Right. Kind of put your B buyers, you know, <clears throat> you'll still follow up with them. But during your open house, do this stuff during your open house. Right. Don't wait till you get don't just have a sign. That's why I preach no sign in sheets, because during your open house, you should be able to kind of like scan between buyers and sellers. When they walk in, you're going to know, is this a buyer lead or a seller lead? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And then you're going to talk to them different. Right. You're going to put them in a pile. And then your buyer leads that come in are these A buyers, B buyers or C buyers. And you're not going to ignore them. All right. Your C buyers are going to go on your drip. Where you're going to follow up with them once a month and then your b buyers are going to follow up with them once a week and your a buyers you're like ready to go let's go let's put in an offer today <laughs> okay so you have you preach no sign-in sheets um how are you getting their information then i'm literally the way i just have the conversation with him i have my phone out okay and how i <clears throat> when i asked him so would you like to, me to send you homes that like, you know, say, let's just say he has a home to sell, right? And yeah. he wants to move to North Carolina or South Carolina? One of the Carolinas. One of the Carolinas. <laughs> One of the Carolinas. <laughs> um, I literally have it here and I'm like, okay, so when um, when you're ready to make that move, you know, in the meantime, I could be I can send you stuff once a month or even once a year. You told me 20 years. How about I send you something once a year so you know how the, what the market's doing? How's that sound? Yeah. Okay, cool. What's an, what's the best email address for you? And I put it in my phone. I literally get every everything right then and there on my phone. Wow. And, and when you connect with them and you build that trust or you you that connection, right? When you found something, I'll just hand them my phone. Can you put your number in there, please? It's yeah. better if you do it. This way you spell it correctly. What if what if they say no? Is there a plan B or do you just let it go? I mean, if they say no, most likely they have an agent, right? I mean, right. A lot of times it's because they have an agent. Like, oh, are you ready working with an agent? So, and then 
if I mean, if they say no, then it's like it's probably somebody that you don't want to work with anyways. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Can I ask what's your ratio? Like, let's just say you have an open house, 20 people come through. Um, maybe it's just 10 groups, I guess. And how many of those people do you think you're able to collect their contact info? If they don't have agents, because I will ask if they have agents and then I'll just, you know, step away. Right. Um, I probably have like 90%. Wow. That was really good. Okay. Okay. You know, you know why? Because it's my main goal. It's my main purpose. It's my intention. When I walk in there, that's my intention. Right. Yeah. We've never really been taught that our intention is kind of just like, like wing it. Right. I don't know if you've ever had a formal open house training. <clears throat> not not many people get it. You just go around watching everybody else's open house. Like, oh, this is what they're doing. Mm. Everybody's doing this thing, right? Everybody has a sign-in sheet and everybody's handing out flyers. I guess that's what I should do. <clears throat> I guess I should put my name and number on everything and hand it to them and then and it be about me, 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 me. Right. So I'm trying to change it and, and be about them. Okay. So have your main focus be about them. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I like that. A unique, a unique approach to it. So do you sure. bring business cards? Are you a business card person or? I will have my business cards. Um, yeah, if they, they're, if they do say, no, 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 I'm good. I will hand them a business card. Um, I do like to also say, because they're so used to getting flyers, right? That's just the norm. That's what they see. They work in the house. The first thing they get handed to them is a flyer. And they're so used to that. So the first thing they ask is, do you have a flyer? And what I'll say is, um, I do, but it's digital. And I will text it to you once you're done uh, with the tour of the home. So go ahead and take a tour of the home. I stand by the front door and I let them tour the home. And then when they're done, I was like, do you have any questions about the home? And I'm standing at the front door. Now, I'm not standing there creepy. I'm not blocking the door. <laughs> I'm just standing near the front door. So when they come back around, do you have any questions? Now, if um, if it's owner occupied and the owners sellers want you to follow them around because of their valuables, then I would you know follow them around. But normally I don't. I let them take the tour on their own so they can talk amongst themselves and then they come back. I'm standing there and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. When they come back, it's like questions, like answer questions on the home, but just price, maybe couple unique features of the home because that's what I like to talk about. I don't like to talk about the bed bath count and the square footage. It's like they could find that. They probably they know that mm -hmm. they see it. So pull out something unique about the home or the community and talk about that and then just go straight into the script. <clears throat> so right in and there you're figuring out. OK, you've cut you've you've kind of know if they're a buyer or seller lead when they walk in. You could tell. Yeah, <clears throat> right. The neighbors will let you know that they're neighbors. Right. Mm -hmm. It's true. Right? They will let you know how long they've lived there. They'll let you know the whole thing. So you, when they come back around, like, no, no, I just want to see. I just want to see the home. And then uh, we just want, you know, we've lived here for so long and we never knew what this house looked like. I know they remodeled, so we want to check it out. Sure, check it out. As you're letting them check it out, you're remembering, okay, script. Even though they think they don't want to move, half of them want to move. Half of them, when they retire, they have a different plan. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, this is kind of just a random question, but what do you think the longest time that you've um, dripped or and just kept up with a client from your initial contact with them at an open house to when they actually did a transaction? What do you think the longest period of time is? Uh, two years. I just did one. I just I just got a listing. Wow. Two years. Okay, and how do you, what's your follow-up process? What's that? Go ahead, Andrew. What's your follow-up process like over a two-year span? You know what, with her, two-year was just my my monthly newsletter, and but it was um, hard copy. I Did do hard copy. Or? What's that? So you got a listing out of it, correct? I got a listing. She mm -hmm. re just responded to your monthly newsletter or? Yeah, she just, um, She's, she responded, she's like, okay, I think um, we need help with like some tax thing because we're thinking about selling. And sure enough, bam, I was like, tax lady here. <laughs> and then it was like, after that, it was like, hey, how's it going? So after I got that text, it was like, not just like the monthly newsletter, it was like, 
hey, you know, how's it going? Did you get that? Were you able to contact that contact I gave you? How did that go? And then another two weeks. Is there anything else you guys need right now? And then another two weeks. And then, yep. So essentially, you moved her from the newsletter, which she replied to and said, hey, we're kind of thinking about this because of, you know, our tax you know, situation. And uh, you moved that conversation to, uh, you know, what you're referencing earlier on as like an A or a B buyer or seller. Exactly. And you followed up more frequently through text. Exactly. I moved her from a C to a B to an A. Cool. Mm -hmm. And you know, people might, like I said, my C buyers that I mail them, mail things to, um, they, they love it. They love to get stuff in the mail. It had like a a monthly recipe in there. And I don't know, people like getting something different, you know, because no one's really getting mail anymore. So, yeah. And I don't, I don't do mailers. It's just that. I just do the newsletter and to my VIP. I call them my VIP. Top oh, VIP. So your newsletter is a physical copy that you're mailing. A physical copy, and and you, I did do some digital, but um, for my VIP, I like to send the mail and snail mail. <laughs> what what percentage of your VIP would you say come from open houses? Um, that's that's probably more like I don't know, twenty five percent. My VIP are more my referral people, my family that refers me business a lot. Got yeah, you. yeah. Past clients, stuff like that. Past clients, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Gosh, I. We may need to have you on again. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have so many questions for you that just come up. And... Yeah, I would. <clears throat> I would love for you guys to like just take the checklist. I just had a girl um reach out to me. She was like, and, and she's like, I just have to tell you, she actually showed up at my office. I had never met her. She found me on Instagram and she showed up at my office. I do these once a month. I do these co-working days. And she's like, I just had to meet you. And I was like, okay. She was, I was like, what is this all about? She's like, what's this lady talking about this open house checklist? She's like, I'm going to try it. And she's, she just closed two deals. Like she just closed one. She texts me. Wow. She, yeah. She closed another one. And she's like, I used your checklist and She's like, I'm already on my second deal that I closed. Okay. So for, for the agents listening, um, where do we go to get this checklist? Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's in my bio on my Instagram, my Instagram, Instagram. bio. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. It'll take you to my links um, page on my website, but it's the top, top thing you can click to get the checklist. How many open houses are you still currently doing? Is it still your main source of business or? No. Well, Right now, I'm just um, coaching is going to be 100% coaching. So, yeah, I decided this year just 100% coaching. But if I ever need a deal, I just do an open house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your coolest open house story? Like, I don't know, maybe a story where you were able to, to help somebody in a big way or oh. your high sale. Or okay. Actually, my coolest open house story was when I finally decided. I was like, all right, no more of this. I need a freaking deal. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? And like, I ditch. What's that? It's your origin story. It's a cool story. I like ditched the, um, like, no more. I was, I was doing, I picked this really cool vacant home that was staged in a neighborhood. I wanted a farm. And I did that open house every weekend, every weekend, every weekend for literally months. And then um, finally ditched the um, sign-in sheet. And this lady walked in and a couple walked in and they were very quiet, very to themselves. Um, and they weren't like saying much. And, you know, at all. They did not really want to even talk to me. And I just I just started this group. I just started connecting with her. I started connecting with her. And I found something that we had in common because I'll look for that, right? One little thing. And um, her husband had this shirt on and it was the same company that my dad retired from. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, it's, and I just connected. I started talking to the husband. They opened up to me and she, she was like, well, I'm thinking about selling and I, you know, possibly would want to buy this house. And I was like, okay. And then where do you live? And she goes, well, I just live around the corner. Would you like to see it? I was like, sure. When she's like, can you come now? Bam! I closed, shut my open house down. Shut the open house down. <laughs> Followed her up the street to her house, 
ended up listing her house for 1.5 million. Ooh, and then wow. I sold her a house for not 999. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is it. This is the way to go. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. That's a good month. Good for you. Yeah. It was great. And then she just she became a friend. Like, you know, I would I would help her out. Like, yeah, it was really cool. And and like I said, she didn't even want to talk. She was an older lady and she didn't even like look at me the whole time mm. through the open house. That's incredible. My first deal off an open house was the exact same way. We were in a condo complex and this couple came up and they were like, yeah, we're thinking about moving. Um, would you want to come check out ours? We've done a couple upgrades. And so instantly just walked down there and within 30 minutes, we already had the contract signed that we were nice. nice. Yeah. It works. I mean, you can, a lot of, a lot of people will say, I've heard this from agents and it drives me crazy because they're telling new agents this. They're like, oh, open houses are a waste of time. Right. It's just a bunch of nosy neighbors that are coming in your open house. I'm like, those nosy neighbors are your next listings. Like, don't mm -hmm. count those nosy neighbors. Like, they're not even nosy neighbors. Just don't think of them as that. Right. Mm -hmm. Those are your next listings. I want to know your open house horror story. Have you had anything that was scary or anything going on? Open <sighs> house horror story. Um, I. No, I mean, knock on wood, I haven't. No, I, I don't like doing them alone. I will, I, I do do them alone when I just, because I can't seem to get people to do them a lot. I don't know. People to work, no. Next time I'm in California, we really should do this, Jacob. Next time we're in California, I want to come uh, shadow you in an open house, if you don't mind. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm -hmm. I would love to do that. You yeah. got to go down to SoCal, too. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be awesome. I just, like I said, I just picked one up because I, I mean, it's my thing now, right? So I'm Saturday, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go check out some open houses. And I kind of want to see how people are doing them still. And like I said, this that past like two weeks ago, I went in and, and the guy was like, no, I do. I mean, it was the cutest home ever. It's on my story, on my um, Instagram reels. I did a couple of reels on it because it's this Tudor home. Really cute. And he's the one that was like, no, 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 I do them myself. I'm like, okay, well, if you change your mind, here's my info. I know you're in Glendale and it's pretty far. And so like I said, Monday morning rolled around. He's like, <clears throat> yeah, you can do it. <laughs> so yeah. I did it all three days and, and I did it more for, um, I did some filming there. So I did some filming for the course mm -hmm. so I, because I did, you know, I wanted to do some live in, in, and some people let me, they didn't want to be on camera, but I kind of got some conversations on um recorded so mm -hmm. what are you say you go to other agents open houses what are some things that you walk in and you just instantly are like ugh, they do that and then like right, cringe yeah yeah and so like what should we avoid <laughs> okay the thing that makes me cringe is okay well, one is like they have all the open house signs in the front yard like like 20 open house signs in the front yard i'm like what like one does the trick i'm i'm, I'm exaggerating but <laughs> um you know spread them out like spread them out right i always say to do like 20 to 30 open house signs if you can if you can if you have a partner it'd be great but um what makes me cringe is i don't know just that the whole display thing the whole like where it's like you walk in it's like bam like this whole display of like me 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 mm -hmm. yeah. you know They're yeah i yeah i totally understand what you're saying it's so crazy you're like opening new doors because we do it so nonchalantly like it's just the practice um but you're kind of breaking the mold and i think people will feel more comfortable about that too yeah and you, you don't want to, um them to feel like because we already have that stigma right which sucks that you know really sucks they they you know even compare us like used car salesmen right mm -hmm. nothing wrong with used car salesmen <laughs> but i just you know like and I didn't even know that coming into real estate. I didn't realize that they're like, you know, you're in sales and you have to be like a salesperson. And I was like, I am like, what do you mean I'm in sales? <laughs> really? When I first started, but yeah. I didn't get it. But, um, and it's just, we continue though, a little bit of that stigma because we're just, we just do what everyone else is doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So 20 to 30 open house signs too. That's something that we got to do. We, we have like 
higher quality signs, but we only have like 12 of them. Yeah. Um, so they're really nice. And I, I think we got to get some of that like stake in the ground. Is there a key yeah, to I would... it? Uh, Go ahead. I would get those ones as I tell people that are just starting out, you know, because you can do this with like little or no money, right? Mm -hmm. When you're first starting, you hardly, you know, you want to make money. You can't spend a lot of money. So doing like all the, you know, buying the leads, it's expensive. Yeah. And then to, to not get that return, you know, with open houses, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Borrow open house signs, right? Buy the ones from the board. The board sells them cheap for the little red ones that get staked in the ground. They're mm -hmm. like seven bucks. You know, right. buy those when you're first starting out and then literally host your open house for free. It's a win-win for both people. And you can literally walk away with the transaction that day. Like imagine walking away that day, putting in two hours, maybe three. I don't do my open houses more than two hours, two hours max. Like you don't need yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You don't need a longer open house. Like if you're going to do Friday, Saturday, I mean, or Saturday, Sunday, just two hours max. You know, wow. so okay. you're prepping before prepping. So say you spend, I don't know, four hours a day. That's eight hours. Eight hours, right, for the weekend. And you could literally walk away with, I'd say, one for each open house. And your average, if your average, I mean, our average commission is 10000 So I'll spend four hours to make $10,000. Yeah. Yeah. No brainer. Mm -hmm. uh, Saturday seems to be our hot day based on our data. Do you have a day where you're like, yeah, this is prime time or a day where it's like, no, I don't do it that day. Um, Saturdays are prime time and, and and Sundays too. I like Sundays. People after church, people like to come, you know, come out. Yeah. I do like to do them during the week. Um, during like school, school hours, school time hours. Okay. Kids are getting out of school. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever do night ones, by the way? I do. I've done, I've done um, some twilight open houses. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you have one with a pretty view, I would do a twilight open house. Yeah, we're doing another one. Yeah. That listing oh, is. Those are cool. And then just market the the crap out of it. I don't know if I can cuss on this show. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's the young professional show. We're not so uptight here. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, we had a we did a twilight open house with like charcuterie board, wine, margaritas and stuff like that. And nobody showed up. I was going to say, how did it turn out? <laughs> Nobody showed up. We spent like $300. That's, that's our horror story on open houses. <laughs> yeah. What's your, um, what's your technique for getting more people there? I know we talked about signs and door knocking. Do you just kind of rely on that or do you do anything digitally? Um, I mean, I'll do, yeah, I'll do digital, you know stories that when i preview I'm, I'm previewing with stories and then i'll try to do a reel before letting people know mm -hmm. that i'm i'm going there but pretty much just i mean it's it's the mls you know that's syndicating everywhere. and i will ask people that walk in how did you find the open house because yeah. so, mm -hmm. i want to know you know they're like oh i found it on zillow or i saw your sign <laughs> it's kind of like 50 it's 50 50. i was just about to say that it's really 50 50 between signs and like zillow platform like that mm -hmm. All yeah 50. if you get your um you know get the busy corners for sure um i will oh i will also because i will make flyers but i won't hand them out obviously at the open house but i will um invite your local businesses yeah i saw that on your story the other day you were in like um, i don't know if it was a cafe or a lunch spot and that was your tip for the day and i was just thinking if I'm going to do an open house or two every week, that's a great idea, but I'm going to be like 300 pounds. Did you see that cookie butter French toast? That's, that's, what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can just have go. Have you gotten any business like that through small businesses or local? I have. Yeah. yeah, I did. Um, yeah. One time I actually door knocked my little town, like the little, you know, we have a little downtown area and like, I considered door knock, but I went to all the businesses and introduced myself and handed out flyers. And I did, I did get a lead. She's actually still on my drip, but she's like, yeah, we're releasing right now. And every, every year that I call her, it's like, we just renewed our lease, but we do want to buy. So nice. yeah. Fascinating. Do you ever have uh, lenders and, and that, like, do you ever have them sit with you? I do. Yeah. That's what I recommend. Actually, if you guys can get a lender to sit with you every open house, I think that's the best thing to do. Yeah. And um, one of my, 
my very first mentee that I have, um, he walked into my open house and we still, he's like my partner now. That was seven years ago. Wow. Yeah, he walked into my open house and he asked me, he's like, I'm in the Marines and I'm going to be getting out in six months. And how do I get into real estate? Can you help me? And so I helped, I guided him and him and I are still in contact to this day. So he's my lender now. Is one of oh, my, really? one of my lenders. Yeah, he's going back to school now. But yeah, he's one of my lenders. And he, um, hell, every once in a while, just can I sit with you at an open house? So he sat with me actually at that listing that I got from the two year drip. He sat with me at that open house. Just I need a deal. So he literally used my script. The guy happened to be a marine, and he 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 got the deal. <laughs> we later got the deal. We opened escrow on Monday. That's incredible. And he just called me. He's like, I just want to sit your open house. Mm -hmm. So he sold the deal. your listing? No, he got, that, he got the loan. Oh, okay. I He's walked in mm -hmm. for my okay. listing. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. I recommend that the lender, lenders, loan, uh, loan officers learn this too. I really do. Because, you know, we as agents, as, as women, we, what, we should be doing them with somebody else. And who better than to do them with the loan officer, right? Yeah. So if they learn the system and you guys can both be on the same page, that's that's huge, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a tactic that we've used too. And it's really nice, I think, especially for like first time home buyers to come in and to see the full on, you know, because you know, they bring the spreadsheet where it's like, okay, here's what we're at, here's what your monthly mm -hmm. here's what your monthly payment would realistically be. Right. And that's so easy for someone to see right there because first time home buyers may not always have an idea of what it would be like for this house specifically. Right. Yeah. And it's so good for the lender to be able, you know, to do that versus you. That's why I think we get so overwhelmed, right? People walk in and we're just like, you know, do I connect with them? Do I talk about this house? Do I talk about this? What do I talk? Well, you know, what do I talk about with the people walking in? Yeah. You know, Ask anything of the lender, like, hey, bring this, do that, help me throw signs, or you just like invite them out and they just hang out. No, I do ask them to help me with signs. <laughs> I was just thinking that. It's like, what's the thing I like the least about yeah. that's, open houses? That's the le that's the thing I I cannot stand. Is did you ever pay a company to do them for you? I did not. I, I was looking for a company. I was like, somebody should, you know, create this company that we specifically have does this. We have a ton of companies out here that will go put out all your signs. Really? Someone yeah. They hire, like, they hire like high schoolers to go put out your signs. Yeah. How much yeah. is it? I'm not sure. We haven't looked. Bucks a day. Gosh, bucks a day. I, I guess I, I could have looked more. Maybe there's somebody, but I've always done them myself. Yeah. I yeah. think a whole story too is forgetting to bring um, like walking shoes and putting out signs in my heels is not, is not fun. <laughs> yeah. 30 signs too in that California summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I did. Oh my gosh. I did one recently. I was, I will do them if it's my listing. So, um, but if anyone asks, I'll do it. Like I just, I just posted on workplace, which I just found what's really cool. The open house workplace group. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have one of those. Oh, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's a bunch. So that's really, really cool. I started digging into that. I was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. So yeah. everybody's sharing their open houses. Um, but that was one thing I want to share because I do have a listing right now and it's on six acres okay. and it's in this very rural area of, um, you know, SoCal. And so, yeah, in the hot summers, like putting my signs out was, was miserable and that. But um, that listing came from an open house that I currently have and Okay, this is a funny story too. I have to share this one because um, I remember. Okay, so I connected with her at the open house. She's like, "Oh, we just looking. That kind of we're just looking. We just started, right?" And everyone else would kind of like maybe ignore them or ignore that. You know, they're just looking. Mm -hmm. People don't want to pursue that, or they just you know brush it off. But um, she's like, I, "We want to sell my mom's house and then buy a house." I'm like, "Okay, that's a great lead. Like, I'm not just gonna you know." So I got got her information, connected with her, spoke with her, did the whole thing. And then a couple months went by and I was sitting down to do like follow-ups. And I'm like, 
well, I wonder whatever happened to that because I wasn't following up with her, right? So I'm like, she's in my phone somewhere. Where is it? Let me follow up with her. And I could not find her number. I could not find her number anywhere. And I was like, so weird. Normally I will put the number like buyer. Um, I'll put the name uh, if I get the last name and then buyer after as the last name. So, you know, it's kind of like in my, my phone as, you know, Chris Buyer, right? Or Sally Seller. Mm-hmm. Just go. And then so when I do my follow-ups, I'll pull my phone up and I'll just go to my buyer's. And then just start okay. calling them. You know what I mean? And then I put really detailed notes in the notes section, like met at this open house on this date, um, has three kids, works as a vote, right? Really, really detailed notes. Mm-hmm. So that when I call them, I can remember to talk about those things. But that day, I remember like, man, that I can't find her number. I can't find her number. That afternoon, I am not kidding you. She called me. That's crazy. Yeah. And months had passed and she, I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, I was in the office with them. Like, this is the number that I was looking for this morning. Like crazy. I'm not kidding. And I, and I call and because she remembered me, right. I built that relationship with her at the open house mm-hmm. that she remembered me. Like that's rare. That really doesn't happen. We're the ones always chasing. <laughs> people, right. <laughs> that's so insane. Yeah. It was cool. It was really cool. So yeah, that's, I'm listing her house. Oh, and actually I referred her a piece of property in Texas and then we're buying a new build. So that's three deals. There you um, go. Yeah. Two hour open house. Was it like only two people came in that day? And that was one of them. Like, how cool is that? Right. Cause and some people will say, Oh, how was your open house? Oh, I only had two people come in. I'm like, that's, that's great. <laughs> right? That's some opportunities right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all about two mindset too. Right. When you go in, even if you have nobody show up, maybe you could have done something fun. You make your, you do your reels, Mm -hmm. you know, batch a bunch of content. Yeah. You get worth your while, you know, if no one's there. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely fallen into a slump before because it's like throwing a party every weekend and nobody comes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You still have the dignity to just keep throwing that party. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why I said, don't throw a big party, connect, um, mingle with your, mingle with your, you know, party people. Yeah. Focus on that, you know, versus focusing on all of the stuff that you do. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. That's incredible. So, uh, I don't have a referral partner, I believe where you are. So where specifically are you? So, okay, I am in West Covina okay. and I am 20 miles east of downtown LA and also about 20 miles from Disneyland. Oh, oh we were literally just there. Yeah. We were in Anaheim. We were in Anaheim. Right. A lot of people relate to that better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were just there. For were you really? Yeah, not too long ago. I mean, a couple months ago. And that, that was actually my first time ever seeing the ocean because we're originally from Iowa. Mm-hmm. What? So, yeah, so we went to Huntington oh Beach. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Huntington Beach. I love it. That was my first time seeing Oh, my gosh. That is crazy to <laughs> me. The other day he asked me if I ever ate alligator because I'm from Florida. comes <laughs> out with well, I'm sorry. Like that's hilarious. What happens in Florida stays in Florida. You guys are crazy over there. Have you ever eaten alligator, Michelle? I have not. Okay. We'll come. Yeah. Are you a big seafood person? We'll, we'll take you out and we'll get some alligator. I like seafood. Well, you next time you come out, I'll have to show you a, um, some really nice beaches. Yeah, yeah, honey. I wasn't impressed. I'm gonna be honest. At Huntington, it smelled bad. <laughs> I was like, this is the hype. I enjoyed it. I don't know who's hyped that. No, I'm no, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with Huntington Beach. Oh gosh, you never know. You, you have to be so careful what you say. I love the. I love, I love Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you have to be careful what you say. I I can be outlandish because we're in Phoenix. We don't even have water to drink, so let alone have water to swim in. So, <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing out here again? Did you come for a conference? Yeah, we, we went to a Tom Ferry event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you got a little yeah. smile when I said that. <laughs> you don't like Tom Ferry? Is he too bananas for you? No, so I I um I started uh, going to his dad's um events. Mike, 
Yeah. And actually, I, I think he's so cool. I have a picture with him. I, I, he's funny. So after a while, like I would go to these events and then um, you either love him or you don't. Right. And then I would just start going like, oh my God, this is a, he's cracking me up. It's like entertainment. I would just laugh. And I'm like, I am not doing these things. Like I am not doing the things that you are saying to do. <laughs> it works for some people. Are you talking about Mike or Tom? Mike. Mm, okay. I've never been to any, anything that Mike has done. Yeah. We so. also do Tom's. Yeah, we got to get out to SoCal. We got to come see you, come learn from you in person. But um, it'll be fun. Before we go today, let us know. You know, how can we find out more about your business? You know, this is a podcast for agents, so you know, we want to know everything about like your details. Where do we find you and all that stuff? What's going on in your world? Yeah, so I mean, my website is Rare Life Coach. So it's R A R E lifecoach.com. and I have my links page. It's probably one of the first pages. Um, so I'll put everything, all my updates on there. Okay. Um, my Instagram, the open house coach. And um, I'm going to be speaking. I'm going to be speaking about all of this during a presentation at the Realtor Society coming up in April. Okay. That's an online virtual huge event for um, women in real estate. And I mean, I think anybody's welcome to come. It's, it's a virtual event. So I'm excited about I'm speaking at that. And then I'm going to be launching my course. So it's going to be a six-week course, um, digging into this, where you can watch the modules. And I say, like, just replace one of your Netflix binges <laughs> <laughs> and just watch this instead so you can make some money and then go out and apply it. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about it. We're going to role play. I'm going to do that for six weeks in a community with other like-minded okay. agents. I'm fired up about that. I, that is something that I'm definitely interested in. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's going to be really cool. Cause it's one thing to hear all this, but then, you know, you go out and then it's like, wait, I have questions or what happened when, when this happened. And so we could come back and, and talk about it all. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Do some script practice and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and practice it. I mean, I, 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 I give it all away. Like literally it's, it's all in here, you know? So I would say practice um, with your friends and family this week. I'm going to download it and I'm going to do an open house. And when I get a deal, I'm going to DM you. Awesome. <laughs> I hope so. I, <laughs> I want more than a DM. I want a video testimony. <laughs> All right. She wants a referral check is what she means. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want, I want testimonies. I want you guys to spread the word, like breaking the traditional open house mold. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, how how many do you think I got to do consistently? I have a listing going live in a, in a couple weeks here. If I how many open houses? Day, if I hold it open for two weeks, three weeks, a month. I think you should be able to get your first transaction the first time you go out and do it. Really? All right. Yeah. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's get it, Larry. Mm -hmm. You got this. I'm fired up. I am fired up. I'm going to use all these tactics. No more sign-in sheets. No more and flyers. No more flyers. None of that stuff. That stuff's boring. <laughs> this is the new age. This is the new no era. More, no more parties. <laughs> Still gonna have the hot dogs. But that's no more fine. Like I like said, I like I love a themed party. Like I for um the holidays, I did a toy drive open house. Mm -hmm. You could do like a trick or treat one for the kids, like something yeah. like that. But not but not every open house. And don't spend all your time and your money and your energy on all of that stuff. Throw it in here and there, you know, and yeah. it does take practice, right? Because you're going to be so used to, it's a habit to, you know, it's a habit for them to say, do you have a flyer? And it's a habit for you to want to give it to them. Yeah. So it's going to feel a little awkward at first, but just practice, keep practicing. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah. Think, think of, um, you know, I say you can get it on your first one, but you know, it might take a little bit of practice, like I said, because you, you know, you think of everybody coming in as somebody you're practicing on and don't beat yourself up if it doesn't happen or if they tell you no, you know, just, okay, I'm going to try again on the next one. I'm going to try again on the next one. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle, for being here. You, you just provided a bombshell. Um, and I am definitely going to have to just continue to learn from you. Keep watching your Instagram stuff. Sign up for the six weeks course because I'm super fired up about that. Guys, anything else that you, you'd like to say? Oh, yeah. We appreciate We appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank yeah. you guys for having me. It was fun. 
Yeah, thank you. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.